Welcome back to Season 2 of the Aware Podcast. In this global podcast, Nikki and Sarah, your hosts, chat to inspirational guests who have all had a breakthrough moment in either life, leadership or business. We share our adventures as we talk through the moments, courage, laughter and insight. A big thank you to all our listeners and we hope that you're going to enjoy Season 2 as much as you did Season 1. Don't forget rate, review, subscribe and share to keep us moving forward. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Uh, welcome to the Aware Group. We are so excited today. We have Suzette Bailey with us, and she has an amazing um, story of multiple businesses. Those moments where you think the sky's fallen in, and um, and how she's sort of rebuilding, and how important she believes that level of awareness is in your overall journey. So welcome. Yeah, would love to hear a little bit more about your story. Well, it's a bit of a um, thank you so much for having me. And my story actually uh, is quite an interesting uh, mix of different things that don't normally necessarily go together. I actually originally started with a degree in genetics and biochemistry, working as a quarantine officer for the Australian government um, and moved into information management uh, through working uh, at the time. Uh, one of the vets I was working with said, oh, you're really good with IT. You can go on all the, the, the things around the internet. And uh, so I decided to move the cross to uh, working with web development and um, information management at that point and developed a, an IT business uh that had its 22nd birthday in September 2021, which is for people who are listening to this very recently, um, was only last um, a few couple of weeks ago for me. So, and from that, I have, uh, I 
spent a number of years working with government around how people use content. Uh, really, my sort of zone of genius was taking really complex systems and making them um, simple or easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Is that the chemist in you? Is that, the, you know, the detail-focused scientist that breaks things down to understand the whole? Look, you're absolutely probably very much spot on. In fact, I actually said it earlier today in another meeting where I, uh, another session, that I actually moved from biological um, information to uh, digital information, but it's still information. One thing I loved uh, hearing about was, and what got us, Mm. was that you were, you know, moving ahead in life, fantastic, wonderful, and then got sick. And in that moment, uh, which is a lot of what our guests talk about, that's the aware, inspiring moment where you had Mm. to change up and discover you know, some real grunt work about yourself to get through. What what happened there? I was growing along very happily with that other business that I was mentioning, which um, what happened was I actually came down with an allergic reaction. I was um, in a Melbourne five-star hotel being a speaker at a conference, woke up the, the morning after the conference covered in a rash. Uh, it turned out to be quite a severe allergic reaction that actually knocked me on my head for about 12 months wow. um, at different levels. Uh, actually developed a six-figure tax debt because of oh. that because um, I didn't let um, staff go fast enough and I wasn't able to, to work. And I was the prime example of the systems person uh, or the mechanic that had the broken down car or the systems person yeah. who didn't actually implement systems in her own business. Mm. And uh, I very rapidly um, had to do that. I had a lot of great um, help from absolute, you know, um, gems of people who are in, in the business community here in Canberra. And in three years, I then turned that back around to systemize it and turn it into a multi-million dollar business. So I was, and paid back the tax debt. Oh, well done. It is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And what? What was it like when you when you had that? Because, you know, particularly as business owners, we don't plan, you know, we don't really are always robust enough to handle those things that just take us out. And what was the thing that you felt most vulnerable? I mean, I know you talked about systems, but you as an individual, where did you go, oh, my goodness, how did that happen? Well, interestingly enough, the first part of it, I didn't really have um, that because I was going through the allergic reaction. So I was sick. So yeah. that took me a while to the point where I was actually even at a point where I could actually recognise the situation that I was even in. Yeah. Um, but by that time, the situation was considerably worse. Um, so I went through a lot of fear. Um, I went yeah. through a lot of, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Um, yeah. How am I going to hope it? Interestingly enough, I never went through the um, I'm going to just shut up the comp- company and uh, not deal with this. It was always mm-hmm. really important to me that I found a way through this. I had no idea, absolutely no idea how <laughs> I was going to do this. Minor detail. <laughs> Pretty major detail at the time. Yeah, I bet um, it was. And look, the big thing for me and the way I ultimately solved it is I asked for help and I reached out that I I recognised or either recognised or I was at such a low point at that point that I had no other choice Mm -hmm. um, to ask for help. And I did. I reached out to someone who I still have um, business dealings with and 
if he asked me to hand over one of my companies to him, I would do it in a heartbeat because um, certainly my other company, Sensory7, would not exist without him. He helped me to structure a payment plan with the ATO or Australian Mm -hmm. Taxation Office or IRS for for people in other countries. Um, And from that, I was able to go through that. I was able to put in thick places. And I realized this thing that felt like an absolutely mountain that I was never going to overcome became something that I could actually I could do it one step at a time what do you think you learned about you in that moment I mean did you know that you had that inner strength back then to do this no I had absolutely no idea at that time uh and it was really only because I think before that it was big for me uh, for people who are not aware, I, I live in um, uh, the nation's capital in Australia, which Canberra, Washington, Washington DC of Australia. Mm-hmm. And in this town 20 years ago, women didn't really run IT consulting companies. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that you didn't ask other businesses who was your so-called competitors for help with getting your business started and doing things like that. But ultimately, because I had done that, I had built business relationships and I had built this um, network of people I could go to for help. And that was actually what I I dug into and and was the only thing that actually saved me at that point. Looking back, do you think asking for help is a key ingredient of business people, entrepreneurs? And it's a thing we we often don't think about because we're so busy setting up and trying to, you know, learn on the go. Looking back, would you have said to yourself from the get-go, lean out, get help, get your network going? Absolutely. I mean, it's probably the the, probably the single biggest resource anybody has. Absolutely. Um, because everything else can come from it. Because if you don't mm. know something and you ask for help from somebody who does, well, then now you have that resource as well. Uh, it, but it, interestingly enough, uh, it's still something that I have to actually tell myself regularly because when we're down and recently now now with simple content marketing going through a startup so I'm going through a lot of that phase and that roller coaster period there's times when I've gone oh my god oh my god (laughs) but I've had to sort of step down you know sort of step back and go I need help and sometimes it's been really really hard to recognize that uh, because we're stuck in the moment yeah, and I think that's it's just so true, isn't it? We get caught up in 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 doing our own and and we're so conscious of, oh, I don't want to show too much of my vulnerability. And, you know, I think, and as Sarah indicated, you know, having that comfort with going, you know what, it's not being vulnerable, it's actually just being clever, really, using all these smart people because they will also draw on you as well, which is so important. And women in business uh, are not as set up as men have been. So it's really important that we do connect and we establish these like groups where you can go and learn and share without fear of competition or um, insecurity. Yeah. Totally, totally agree. And I think we're not as good at it. Um, we, we have this sort of, you know, there's this perception and I think the media has, um, and even ourselves have perpetrated of the super, super mum and superwoman yeah. and super businesswoman. And we try to, we find it difficult to actually ask for help because, well, that's, as you say, showing vulnerability, but vulner- mm. showing vulnerability, and I, I'll say this to you know, myself is very difficult at times as well. 
isn't isn't a negative thing. It's actually a positive thing of yeah. being able to be because mm-hmm. it's when you do that that you actually can open yourself up to the opportunities that can come from it. And but it's tough as you know, it's very easy to say that to someone yeah. else, but much harder to actually do that yourself. Well, it really goes back to, um, you know, and I think one of the things that we've really learnt, particularly and been reinforced over the last 18 months, is that, you know, yes, we might miss interactions, but what we really miss is authenticity. Are you enjoying this podcast? Fantastic. Why don't you share it and send us a review? We'd love to hear back from you. And if you're wondering how aware you are in life, leadership and business, why not go to go.awaregroup.online forward slash quiz. That's go.awaregroup.online forward slash quiz. Very much so. And it's actually, um, it's interesting that you say that because for a long time, uh, I now you know mentioned that, you know, I took the business and I never actually told anyone for a long time that I had actually had that period where I developed a six figure tax debt and, but then turned it around into a multi-million dollar business. Firstly, there was the shame aspect of the, yeah, the guilt of actually. You never want to admit that, do you? And yeah, you don't you don't think so. And then even the fact that, um, I, and interestingly enough, the multi-million dollar business sort of aspect came into another in a different way. It actually, from a positive perspective, I didn't re- talk about it. I was with an organisation um, in a program for two years. So there was plenty of opportunities to be in it. And I was trying, it was actually during a period when I was trying to take what I had done at Sensory 7 to the broader community and um, it's actually how I worked out that I was really bad at marketing content, hence the reason why we created, created the AI platform for it. But working with them through that two-year period, I had made myself out to be a small startup that had really that was only just literally starting out as a one-person business it never occurred to me to tell them I actually ran this IT consulting company on the side because I had segmented the two to, um, separately that they, and, and yeah. I thought, well, no one would be interested. And I think a lot of us fail to actually recognise our successes as something and also failures and things that happen to us as things that would be interesting to other people. Yeah, and I think you're right. It's, it's you know, we're made up of our own building blocks and sometimes we spend so much time. And, you know, I, I get your process thing because I'm a bit of a lover, lover of process um, and systems, but sometimes we segment so far apart that we lose the value they can actually naturally have together. Yeah. Well, it came to a head in that particular example with the, the two-year program because at the end of it they they started to segment the program into different levels and yeah. I didn't get invited into a high one even though I had been running this business because I had never told them. And because, yeah. and so this, this massive opportunity that could have come up for me was simply not available because I had never actually recognised that I should tell somebody this information. Yeah, so. and I think you're right. You know, part of the journey when, particularly when you 
think of yourself as a small business operator, regardless of the size, sometimes you go, well, you know, is it really that interesting? Like, am I playing in the same field? And I think one of the things, and it sort of stems back to why we wanted to create, you know, awareness was, you know, aware was to take all of our 40 years of knowledge. Sorry, I just pulled out my headphones. One of, I think, the really important things is that, you know, when we looked at our 40 years of experience in running our own businesses, we sort of looked at it and went, wow, there's so many things that that we know that we do and there's so much correlation, but we are too busy keeping them under their headings. And sometimes we just need to blend it all together because there's awesome outcome for people. Very much so. And it was actually the blending together of those those concepts that actually was for me the, the the genesis of what's now come through wouldn't yeah. have those opportunities without that mashup. So yeah, totally agree with you. That young version of you, that young girl, um, what did you love about her, and what have you taken forward as you grew and and this amazing version now? Which parts of your you know child adolescent self um, have you embraced and thought I can't leave them behind? Well, the first one is probably and uh the geek um in me <laughs> I, I geek out on things like ai i geek out on technology i get geek out on information management and, and other kinds of things like that um so and for me that always had a big affinity to science fiction and brought that through mm-hmm. into what i do now uh, so for me that's been big element all the way through my my life the other big one is the 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 wonder and the learning. Um, I think for me, learning is critical. And if you're not learning, the, the old sort of cliche, if you're not learning, you, you're dying. But I think it's reality is it's a cliche for a reason. It's it's true. Um, and if you're not learning and you're challenging and, you know, change is uncomfortable um, as a society and as an individual, but we have an opportunity to learn through that and actually grow so much faster if we actually take those opportunities. And, and for me, I think that part is Probably the second one. The third one is the um, that I wasn't going to um, say I can't do like the. This can be a bit of a double-edged sword one, this one, and this is the yeah. um, not give up. <laughs> Sometimes I probably should have um, at times, <laughs> but the not giving up was really critical after that time when I was sick as you. As, yeah. Do you think you become fearless since being sick, losing a million dollars and then rebuilding? Does like, is there a part of you that, looks at the world and goes, you know, come on, bring it. I don't think of myself as fearless. I think there are times when I am fearless and then there's other times I'm, you know, carrying under the doona almost going, no. Um, Very human. Yes. We all have those moments. We do. Um, but, yeah, but ultimately I'm, I know that I'm much more a risk taker than yeah. um, the average. Uh, you know, you don't go into business at all if you're not. Yeah. If you, it's, it, it does take, it is difficult. Um, and regardless of what kind of business you are, you're always, you know, when you're first starting out, you're always a startup, regardless if you're a, you know, there's yeah. a sort of the concept of a startup now as being an IT startup. But you start a business, you are a startup, and there's a lot of challenges that you go through for that. But yet at the same time, a business that is 10 years down or 20 years down the track has its own challenges. And so it's about growing through that and 
being able to accept that everything's not always going to go well, but celebrate the successes, even if they're small, so that you can keep going. Yeah. And I think too, you know, as part of that, it's that, you know, being able to bounce forward, bounce on from when, you know, those, those hurdles do come, as you said, you know, we've all done it. Don't, you know, we've all had under the doona moments where we've just gone, oh my God, I just need to step out. Um, Yesterday. Yeah, that's correct. But as long as, and you know, it, it's what we do. And as business owners, when, particularly when there's other people relying upon us, you know, both our teams, but also our customers, is that we push ourselves to, to come out of it. And provided we learn something from it, then you know what? It was just a crappy day where I had to stay under the doona. And, you know, that's that resilience and that level of awareness to be able to go, today, it got me but it's not getting me tomorrow. Yeah. In fact, it was actually interesting that a friend of mine um, was given very sage business advice at once. Well, actually it wasn't business advice, although she did it. Um, she gave it to me as business advice. Uh, she'd been a police officer and um, she'd had an absolute horrendous day. Uh, and that's her story to tell, to go through it. But what happened at the end of it was um, she walked back into the police station and, I mean, she was a really, like, it As takes the place on bad days Yeah. Um, for what most people would think a bad day. And, and she was asked one question, did anyone die? No. Well, then it's a good day. And so that reset her perception of the whole yeah. aspect of it. It doesn't matter how bad it is. If no one died, everything's, it's a good day. And, you know, it's hard to remember that sometimes, but the reality is I think sometimes we make things worse than they actually are and, mm. you know, accepting that and resilience is, is important and that whole, uh, you know, is your cup about to flow over or has it actually got some space in there that you can actually take a little bit more? And if it's about yeah. to spill over, go and take a break or something. Yeah. So how do you, you know, obviously that, you know, to achieve that sort of outlook, there has to be that level of awareness of, of yourself. What have you taken from sort of those aha moments, those perspective that you have? How do you share those? What is, what's your gems that you share with your team when they're having those, I just want to stay under the doona day? The first one is actually recognize that it's okay that you actually have those days um, mm -hmm. because you are going to have them and to think um, that you aren't is probably very unrealistic because mm -hmm. uh, they're always going to be something that, you know, that, that just on any other day would be fine, but that day just is, is yeah. the, 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 the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, the big thing, that, the first thing is acknowledge how you're feeling. Uh, a part of it is, is you know, don't trying to ignore it. I think ignoring it just makes it worse and um, things spiral out. But the next thing of, um, for me is trying to remember, and, and I do say trying because there are times yeah. when I find this incredibly difficult, is to not feel guilty about taking some time out to deal with how I'm feeling at the time. Because, yeah. um, you know, we, we put a lot of guilt on ourselves and, you know, yeah, we had a little, um, last weekend was a long weekend and I fully intended to have a whole lot of work done at the end of those three days. Well, the reality is my body went, you know what, you need those three days to just check out and we're just yeah. not going to do very much at all. And I could have gone at the end of the three weeks, oh, my God, oh, sorry, three days. <laughs> three days. Um, 
felt like a bit like three weeks, but it was only three days. I could have at the end of it gone, oh, my God, look at all the work I didn't get done. Yeah. But instead I took a went, you know what? It's going to make this work, this week a little bit more nasty than it probably would have been otherwise. But at least I'm now in a better position to be able to deal with that than I was if I had tried to push through it at that yeah. time. Are you enjoying this podcast? Fantastic. Why don't you share it and send us a review? We'd love to hear back from you. And if you're wondering how aware you are in life, leadership and business, why not go to go.awaregroup.online forward slash quiz. That's go.awaregroup.online forward slash quiz. So, um, Sarah, maybe you'd like to talk about how did you find the, um, you know, the assessment, our quiz, um, the sort of aware arc? Really strange reactions, which is fantastic. We, we do like to challenge. Um, and some people have been stumped and, and didn't want to do it at all. And other people have um, been confronted by one uh, question and not wanted to answer it. And other people have just zipped through it and gone, yep, I get it. Uh, how did you find it? And you probably already, um, I'm laughing a little bit because of the whole, there was different layers to, um, as I went through, there was me as a participant, then there was the the problem solver and me going, oh, this would be better if we did it this way. And so, yeah. <laughs> so the analytical brain kicked in a little bit as well. Um, yeah. And then there was the, oh my God, I love this. This is all about person processes and systems questions in here. So there was elements of that as well. But, yeah, look, I think it was great. I think it's a, you know, hats off to you. It's a very, very good, it's very difficult to do good quality assessments and and make them interesting. So, uh, but, yeah, I, I thought it was great and I loved how at the end of it you got that score and that rating because it made it sort of very quantifiable and real as to what, what the issues are. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> Your score was um, in the commit. Um, arena which really means you're at this wonderful place where you're starting to develop that inner self-awareness to the level that it's starting to be I don't need to work so much on myself now I want to uh, work it towards others and help them become a better self learn more but also understand who I am at a deeper level or or a greater level Mm. Um, and that really resonated with your score Um, the the question we like to ask is this version now that has done the rough and tumble of a very long illness for 12 months um, had to stare bankruptcy in the face and fight it off and rebuilt her company to a success and now is extending that if we said to you, that's great, now we want you to drop that identity and take on a new one, what would be the conflict about that or what's your initial gut feeling about us saying we want you to stop that identity now and take on an unknown? Are you, just to clarify the question, because the brain's going, is it identity as me as an individual or like the business identity coupled with me? Yeah, the one that's emerged post-illness post-struggle um, and is now successfully running the show and, and doing really well. Look, I don't know if I could um, drop it. It's a, it's, I think mm-hmm. there's, part, there's elements. It's interesting going through um, and redefining, you know, starting a new business, uh, which is only a few, you know, 
only what, less than a year old now again as well. So I've had to go through a lot of those things I hadn't gone through for a decade. It was interesting going through them again um, yeah. and looking at that side of it. Um, yeah, so for me, I think it would be there's some parts of it that, that adjust me and I. it's very important to me that even now with the new business that it's very much deeply aligned with my core values and, and everyone yeah. else in the business is very aligned with that. So for me to drop that, I think I wouldn't be me anymore. And, yeah. um, and a lot of the other things come from and stem from that. Yeah. So maybe it's more about, um, you know, how do you take that that uniqueness of you, that problem-solving acumen that you can look at something and go, yep, I get it, and you can draw your mud map in your mind and, you know, we have a bit of a whiteboard fetish because love to put those processes up on that. See, you, you hear me. Yeah, I have a story me. for you on that one. <laughs> uh, I walked into um, a some uh, a business that I've been doing some work with over in the US and it was a, a program that I was a part of and there was about eight of us who walked in you know, for, for this two-day workshop and everyone else was ooing and ahhing over the recliner chairs in front of the big you know sort of screen <laughs> and that sort of thing and I was ooing and ahhing all around the wall-to-wall whiteboard all around the back half of the yeah it was like yeah. my nirvana yeah <laughs> you know I get it if I could have got away with painting my office with chalkboard paint oh would have been like my dream come true because you know it's so important to find find the way you just get it all out and and you can map it out but I think one of the you know, where you can look at what you do next is, you know, because we never lose that inherent value and insight is to then be able to say, well, how can I get other people to sort of get in my brain and see how I see things? I mean, they might be scared because I know my team are when my brain explodes on that whiteboard, but that's probably the, that next opportunity for you is to also like build up your successor. So who's your person that can um, take over you so you can go and create more micro-businesses that become multi-million dollar businesses again? Yeah. If we had to say which um, which brain is your comfort zone and which one makes you uncomfortable, is, is your emotional brain or intellectual brain um, your easiest go-to? Which one do you find... Actually, it does swing a, a bit, probably more yeah. the logic brain ultimately um, because even um, during a, uh, you know, some very emotional periods, I mm-hmm. seem to almost, you know, sometimes just go very emotional. Um, it's almost like my, my logic brain is there as a passenger and is assessing everything mm-hmm. uh, as I'm doing that. And as soon as I'm out of that emotional, it's like, all of all of the information it's it's there it can make all the right judgments it just hasn't got any control to do anything about it yeah Um, it's going hello listen to me i'm here giving a really good idea (laughs) pretty much and so (laughs) look i think the logic brain is probably the one but for me i think the the intersection between the two is actually where i get the most value the Um, magic isn't it yeah I've just enjoyed listening to you. I've been hearing that lovely, and as Nikki said, we both love a bit of data. 
Um, so we we're falling in love with that logical, <laughs> rational, investigative brain of yours very easily. Um, but there's a lovely warmth to you. And I think the experience you had, um, particularly when we're science based and um, used to doing a lot of research and living in that world, sometimes those moments soften us. And it seems to me it's just given you a very strange um, gift. It's given you another edge to take you forward. And I think that's, you know, we always look for the benefit of mm. why me, why now? And it would appear to me that it just gave you that warmth that sometimes us busy women who are, you know, big drivers and ambitious can forget to add into the mix. Yeah. yeah. And look, there's, uh, there's very, very much times I forget it myself. I said this to someone else the other day recently. Uh, I actually learn the most actually when I'm teaching other people because yeah. it's a good reminder for myself to actually take the lesson that I'm actually talking um, or <laughs> yeah. speaking about at the time. But I also learn from the person that I'm actually so-called training. I mean, they're training me just as much as I'm training them Absolutely. and learning from them. And yeah, and it's for me, I think that gift of listening, you know, that I learning from other people and, and growing from it has yeah. been just that a gift. It's been lovely talking to yeah, you. Yeah, it's been amazing. I think um I always I always enjoy a story where you know you hit the wall or fell flat on your face, either by <laughs> design or by um the world crashing in on you. And it is that lovely idea of you know, you can lie there and get you know dusty or you can get up yeah. yep and, and get keep back going into it and you don't know how you're going to do it but you'll find a way yeah so thank you so much for sharing that very personal story of uh, crashing and burning and then building again yeah and you know as I said congratulations to you you've um done a remarkable job and you know we wish you all the success um in the future and we it's been an absolute pleasure to me as well too Today's guests on the AWARE podcast took us from genetics to IT, from biology to digital information with locating little zones of geniuses, which we are. And it makes us think about the concepts of shame and when to give up, when to keep going as part of the evolution of becoming aware in life, leadership and business. If you'd like to catch up with Suzette Bailey, the CEO and founder of Simple Marketing, just go to simplemarketing.ai. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to the Aware Podcast and we really hope you enjoyed our guest's insight and the little quiz at the end just for a bit of fun. Music for the Aware Podcast is by Tape Machine featuring LFA. The song title is This Is Who I Am. If you would like to be a guest or contact us regarding the Aware platform, please email awarearcgroup at gmail.com. That's aware, A-R-C, arc, group at gmail.com. We are Nikki Mackie and Sarah Godfrey. See you next time.